0: I can get a burger delivered to me right now.
1: Hello and welcome, everybody, to the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level 56, Stand With Kojima. That's right, we are back uh, with another week um, of Tape Games. We're recording a day later because the video game awards were yesterday and there was a whole bunch of shit going on. Um, I'm joined with uh, the illustrious uh, Josh Jackson. Hello and the uh, suavemente Juan Carlos. Hello. Uh, we were gonna have uh, Kenny Craig uh, join us and uh, we were recording a little bit later uh, than we intended and he was kind of MIA. And uh, Grant, I got permission to tell the story on the on the podcast, guys. Um, oh, okay. oh wait, is it
2: McKinney? Mark- <laughs> the one that you just told us? Yeah. Oh, he said he was okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I was going to try to hit at what it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's like, he's like, you can you can tell on the podcast. Um, uh, I I called him and called him and um, nothing. else. And he called me back and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm uncontrollably shitting myself right now. As you can tell, there's an echo. I'm I'm in the bathroom. I can't do the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> So, um, he was like, I heard my phone call off and I was like, dad, get the phone. I need to call someone. <laughs> so he is, uh, he's unfortunately, uh, indisposed at the moment, but, uh, we're not. So let's get started in video game awards. Um, I, uh, I didn't watch it. I know one <laughs> watched it. I did. Um, uh, I
0: watched live tweets.
1: He watched live tweets. I was reading emails um, in our writers group, and um, all of the, the thing that I like, kicked me, I was at a, I was at a concert. I was like in what, the pit. What, at a what, concert. what concert?
2: What concert were you at?
1: Um, an electro duo called Cherub. Um, mm. They they are amazing. It's two guys that um, play with some drum machines, some loopings, um, and live guitars. And the one singer uses a talk box that makes Daft Punk and uh, Phil Collins look like bitches. Um, Yo. So. But it was it was an amazing show. Like anybody, like look up Cherub. Um, they are great, great musics, great musics. Um, but I, as soon as I got to the concert, I was like, check the emails, and I saw an email from Derek that was like, was like, man, fuck Konami, and I was like, oh no, what do they do this time? <laughs> what do they do? And so then I, I went on Reddit, and the the title that I saw on like a Reddit post, um, and also the title of uh, one of our articles is. Konami didn't let Hideo Kojima attend the video game awards. Um, Jeff Keeley, um, um, after they gave out his award, he was said, Hey, Kojima couldn't make it. He was approached by a lawyer representing Konami, and they said that he is not allowed to travel to accept his award. And the crowd just, w- boo, <laughs> like hardcore. And you could tell, like, <clears throat> like you could tell that Keeley um, was. Um, he was probably like told by his producers or like showrunners, like, hey, don't, don't, don't do anything like this. Because he was like, he he was like really nervous. I could tell he was nervous. I mean, I've been watching Jeff Keighley do these sorts of things forever. And so he was really nervous. But then, like, hey, we're all we're all here with you, uh, Kojima. And then the crowd started cheering, and it was like, <laughs> it was like really awesome. Um, yeah. So what do you guys think about that? Like, how fucked is that?
2: And a story that will lead into later. I think this is the reason why you don't allow an open bar before the the show starts. Not to say that he was drinking, but it goes on to like what we were talking about last week, how you you don't really air your grievances on the air. Yeah, because I'm sure if you if this was any other award show, and it happens a lot, you know, I'm sure this kind of stuff happens that we just don't know about lawyers and all the contracts and whatnot. And, the, the, all they have to say is like, hey, they can't be here or, the, or they unfortunately they can't be here tonight, but we'll accept on his behalf. But Jeff Keeley is like, no, nope, screw it. You know what? You know what? He's not here. <laughs> let, let me have him here. You know, that that's <laughs> messed up. Isn't that right, everybody? I, I, what I, It might as well have been a WWE promo. <laughs> It might as well like get the crowd with you, but it, once and I think once he kind of let it slip. He's like, uh, you could almost see it in his eyes, like, "Oops, well, uh, I guess I'm already going running with this."
1: Yeah, he was I, really timid in the video. Oh, he he. Oh yeah,
2: and uh, and man, man, talk about like riling up the villagers, dude. Like, you, you could almost <laughs> see like the pitchforks and the torches come out in the Microsoft Theater. Just like, God. all right, let's go. Like, they're all flying to Japan and going to Konami headquarters. Like, it's it's insane. But to me, I left a comment, right? right. Derek's story about it. Talk about acting like a bitter ex. I know, right? Like the yeah,
0: whole thing is, like, really, really shitty. It's like, how do you even do that?
1: The, the Konami found a way. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Konami found a way. Um, uh, Keeley said in the video that he's still under employee contract. Um, and I guess his contract was supposed to be up in December. Uh, Like we, like uh, we posted um, uh, weeks ago, but December's not over yet. So he's still like under contractual obligations to like, listen to Konami and take their orders. (laughs) So
2: it's just extremely surprising that, you know, knowing that this relationship was ending for quite some time, at least knowing this is the last Metal Gear Solid that we can see that that's quite possibly ever let him like, you know, enjoy the spotlight one last time and, like, and take credit for the game that he's worked so hard on and let him go out with like a blaze of glory. Let this franchise go out, you know, with a big thank you from this creator. And instead it's n- nah, nah, you know what? We're going to re- put more salt in the wound. And apparently Kojima was tweeting ab- of the, about the game awards the entire night. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like he knew he wasn't going to be there, but he still watched the show. And you could even uh, Jeff Keeley even had a musical number that followed that little speech that was a cover of one of the songs from the game. But right on. But man, like it, it felt. I felt bad for Jeff Keeley. I, I felt bad for especially for Kojima. But but Konami looks just so poor out of this whole ordeal. I I, I can't imagine what their PR guys are going through right now, trying to spin I, this.
0: I feel like they don't care. I feel like they're kind of taking a like burn every bridge approach to this because if they're really getting out of gaming they probably don't give a crap about who they piss
2: off at this point in the industry yeah, those Pachinko machines must be doing really well
1: well I just I just searched <coughs> Konami and like my press my press release um, uh, emails and the only thing I've been getting is uh Pro Evolution soccer and they're like trying to make Metal Gear online an eSport uh, and they're like kicking off an ESL uh, championship uh, with like so, a prize pool of twelve thousand dollars um and uh, like MGO is not a competitive game. Um, it's, it's, and it, I guess it's akin to like stuff like Call of Duty. Um, Call of Duty, like it, it is played competitively, but there's so many variables to Call of Duty that um, uh, it takes out the skill. Um, that's why I like, I like games like Counter Strike, uh, even though I don't play it. Um, I like League of Legends games that were, it's okay, you know, player A outperform player B because they are just skillfully better at the game. There's there's you know not perks and all this other stuff. MGO is full of so many variables that you know you, you get a you get a team that just gets to the, the, the walker gear sooner and they can just you know waffle stomp the other team. I don't know why I said waffle stomp. Don't Google waffle stomp. If that's the case um, we I'm could Googling just make waffle Mario stomp. Party
2: competitive.
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah so um I don't know what, what the fuck Konami's doing, but they really like I was, um, like, I was, re- <laughs> what?
0: Waffle stomp.
1: Did you just Google it? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. to, to take a little time out of our Konami rant, urban dictionary, waffle stomp, top definition, waffle stomp, to defecate in the shower and then proceed to try to stomp it oh down God. the drain with your foot. So in other words, Kenny Craig's still with us in spirit. <laughs>
1: Oh, Holy sh- you! Holy oh, shit! Uh, tears. Oh, man.
2: Hold on, hold on. Tears. Oh, <laughs> oh that was.
1: Oh, uh, oh my god, that was good. Oh, that was. Uh, that was uh, all the fire emoji. Um, so yeah, that um, that was shitty. But uh, all in all, I would say that the game awards this year were like, extremely successful. It ah. definitely got a lot of people talking, for and one reason or another. I mean, there was there was a lot of stuff like announced. Um, the Far Cry Primal stuff looked amazing. Which, that
2: looked great. I was I mentioned that uh, Jonathan must have been losing his mind because it's like Beastmaster. Oh really? The, the, the trailer shows you could command animals, like bears and saber cats, and have them do
1: your bidding. Hey, oh, there's my, my mic fucked up. Um, yeah, no, I I didn't even think of that, dude. That's, um, that's
2: completely Beastmaster. Then he calls an owl. He does like the whole handcuffing thing. <laughs> Like, oh That's my god. That's true. Like there's no way Jonathan London's not gonna play this game. He absolutely has
1: to. He doesn't have a PlayStation 4. He's gonna have to buy one. He's <laughs> gonna have to buy one. Um what um what was your um your favorite announcement? shaq um, Fu, a whoa, legend. Whoa, back a legend. the fun bust the fuck up. Shaq-Fu? Shaq-Fu. Fu. All right, I, I missed this completely. Tell me about it. The legend right, so. returns. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, he came on stage and he joked
2: that if, if you look under your seat, you'll find a copy of the original Shaq Fu game. He was like, no, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> and then he goes on to mention that, Hey, remember that Kickstarter? We, we, um, began a couple of months ago. And I, and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Shaq. Yeah. What about that? Well, uh, uh we, com- we got it funded completely. It's like, Wait, holy crap. So of all the projects that have gone under Kickstarter and didn't meet their goals. Shaq Fu was one of them that did and that, so they, that, uh, they showed the trailer and um uh, how do I put this <laughs> it it's, doesn't look like it's a one on one fighter like your Mortal Kombat's or anything like that it looks like a beat 'em up kind of like Final Fight or Streets of Rage uh but the it looks wasn't very it, wasn't, it, wasn't it the,
1: the what the original one was all about no the original one is a one on one fighter yeah it was a one on one fighter that's right that's right
2: because it tried to wean off the success of mortal Kombat and street fighters and pit fighter and all that stuff not that pit fighter was successful but you know like dude, all those one-on-one pit fighter fighters. um it came and went really quick because primal rage came out and just blew that out of the water
0: dude primal rage remember they had that contest where the a winner would get in the second game and then yep. the second game never came out <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> and, that's really
2: fucking. Nope. Oh, that's all funny. these entries are horrible <laughs> those games not coming out anymore <laughs> But you know the the game. Uh, it's my God. We're not getting Half Life Three, but we're gonna get shaq Shacu Two. two.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? I, that's that is a really like interesting. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City too. At this point, <laughs> <laughs> see that's uh, what we were talking about last week. When Shane, you were saying that the Wii had a lot of shovelware, I was like, fucking Super Nintendo had a Michael Jordan or Shaq game.
1: That's right. Oh, I forgot about the Michael Jordan
0: game. <laughs> Where you had like oh. fire and
2: ice basketballs and shit.
1: Yeah, that was retarded. <laughs>
2: There's got to be more uh, games like that. I wanted to. Didn't Charles Barkley have one too? Oh, um, hold on. I want to see the- Charles Barkley had his own game. I don't know. I
1: mean, um, I know, that, I in know, the know book that there was knowledge. a lot of
0: licensed sports games. He did
1: like... Barkley Shut Up and Jam. Oh, shit. Oh. Really? Yeah. Shut Up and Jam. Is that a music know, game? Known in Japan is Barkley's Power Dunk. I thought... <laughs> no Power Dunk. I always
2: hope that like, just by the title, sounds like it's a game with Charles Barkley and Little Richard. <laughs> Charles Barkley, <laughs> shut up! <And> did... <laughs> and
1: jam. I'm, I'm trying to fucking find the goddamn Psychonauts 2 crowdfunding because... I, I vaguely
0: oh it's on some new it's it's not kickstarting format that oh it's not pretty much no, says I'm... that there's no obligation for them to do anything so go the
2: if we're going to second odds too the interesting thing about this one unlike the other kickstarters for games that have come out not only can you just get rewards if you want to get you know the t shirts and credits and and uh, autographs and whatnot there's also another way you can fund it where you will actually be an investor and make a profit. Depending on how much the game sells, really? Well,
0: yeah, that's that's, that's but new. But it's Psychonauts, though, so we know that's not going to happen.
2: Right, right. Well, so, in,
1: in the in the video, he said that you know he talked about how it, it sold a lot, and then um, or it sold like a hundred thousand copies, and then went out of print, and then um uh then uh, uh they came back and they updated it and sold it on Steam. Um, it's I don't Psychonauts is a good game, but. I, I, I don't know if it's, you know, like, when did it, when did the original Psychonauts come out? 2005. 2001? Like or really, 2005. I didn't realize yes. it was that late. Yeah. Um, like, in later, it was a the later,
2: like, the life cycle of the Xbox.
1: Yeah.
0: Well. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm torn with this because, of course, Psychonauts was a good game, but um, in light of more recent events, I'm torn because part of me doesn't want it to get funded at all because I don't think... That double fine should be trusted with a f- crowdfunding. That is exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly same, what I was going to say. But like at the same time, I would be thr- I would like laugh my head off if it does fund, and then it just like never comes out, or it takes forever to come out, and then it gets released in two parts that like aren't it- anything what
1: like an uh, what anyone game.
0: expected. Yeah, and then there's well, gonna in like case go, anybody isn't aware,
1: um, uh, double fine had a, a Kickstarter. Um, for a, a game that was like, okay, here's this is we we want this much money. We want the game and gamers raised like two million fucking dollars for it or something, right? And the game came out and then at the end of the game, um, well, not even at the end of the game, like just at some arbitrary point, like a black screen comes up and says, "This is what happens." And um, they were like we we're gonna release a part two, but we need to, more money. We need to fund the part two off of the sales of part one. And it was like huge mismanagement of funds, and it's like, like, come on, guys, like this isn't your first fucking rodeo. Why, like, and the game was not the millions and millions of dollars that it, it should have been. Not so, just that,
0: but there's still people to this day who haven't received their um, their rewards.
1: Really? Uh huh. That's that's one thing that um a lot of uh, Kickstarter people seem to not understand, or Kickstarters lose money by offering these physical rewards. Like, oh, you know level 25 dollars do you get a t-shirt it's like yeah but the, the t-shirt costs this much money to design this much money to print this much money to ship um and at the end of the day you're only pulling like a few dollars towards your your goal after you you know get that t-shirt out the door so it doesn't surprise me that people don't have their uh don't have their uh rewards
0: yeah and not just that but i feel like a big chunk of the people that are into games enough to support psychonauts are the same people that Tim Schafer, like half insulted a few years ago. So well, what did,
1: what did he do? Well, he he
0: did it was like GDC or something and he gave some speech where he started it off with like a sock puppet on his hand or something and he was like mocking gamergate to imply that women and minorities aren't are basically sock puppets. Well, they are. No, but I mean like, oh, like they don't, but I mean like <laughs> but I mean like Fuck. they don't like if they don't exist and it riled up a lot of people at the time, I remember.
1: You don't say. Yeah. Ugh, those sock puppets. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know, I'm not overly excited. I know the internet collectively shit the bed, and they're currently sitting at $1.4 million raised oh, wow. of their $3.3 3 goal.
2: It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm sure it'll reach it. Maybe not as fast as the... Did Shenmue ever make... Me, it met its goal, didn't it? In, yeah. like, a
0: day. In, like, 12 yeah. hours,
2: I think. Yeah. yeah um... Uh, I think a lot of people have the same sentiments you gentlemen have about, you know, double down and how they're gonna manage their funds. So if they're asking for three mil, um, especially with the it seems like kind of like oddly time when you have Christmas just around the corner, people trying to buy gifts for each other, that this is the time to ask for three million dollars. You know what? They should just do the, the route that like like some of these other charities do it. Like imagine you go to Petco or Ralph's and you're at your, you know, about to check out. Then a little screen pops up. Would you like to donate a dollar to help out make Psychonauts two come alive? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like help help a, a hungry developer, you know, make his video game. I uh, maybe it gets. I'm sure it will meet its goal, but I don't know if it's going to be this as, as within this month, maybe January or so. But. I'm trying
1: to figure out. They they went they went on this this uh, campaign called Fig. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. And I'm <gasps> trying to. Uh see investors can participate in the potential success of a game so this is purely for gaming gaming crowdsourcing Um share the revenue generated by the game transfer funds in escrow blah 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 so oh t- fucking Tim Schafer's on the goddamn board of directors of fig what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's
0: pretty much his crowdfunding platform from what I read
1: so he can make all the rules and then break all the rules um, <laughs> okay okay Okay, see now you see why I kind of wanted to succeed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and see how it all plays out. Yeah. Um. What else from the game awards was like totes amaze balls for you guys? Fucking Splatoon won best multiplayer and mm-hmm. best shooter.
0: Really? Which was like it, a huge surprise because one of the reasons that it beat CS:GO. Yeah. No. Well, I don't even think CS:GO was nominated. No, it was, was a nominated. It? it was Halo
2: Five, Destiny, The Taken King, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Three. Rocket League, and then Splatoon, and then and on Splatoon. the sho-
0: on the shooter side of it, you replace Rocket League with Battlefront, which I found was really odd that Battlefront was nominated for anything considering it came out like two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, Th- and that's why I think I-, I think a lot of games that get released like at the end of the year, like everyone's like call they call it oh Fallout Four is gonna be game of the year for sure, for sure. It's not even out yet, dude, or it just came out. Like yeah, there was
0: like I mean we're talking about Splatoon, but and I'm sure we're gonna talk more about the game of the year in a bit, but. Now that you mentioned that, like my Twitter was blowing up with people saying, oh, CD Projekt Red must have paid them off. There's no way it's better than Fallout. I'm like, Fallout's been out for two weeks. You're lucky that shit was even nominated this year. Yeah, If the Game Awards had any kind of standards like the Academy Awards, it would have been pushed to next year.
2: (laughs) No, what Derek mentioned, and I wish he was here to talk about this because I know he's far more knowledgeable. He's played Witcher 3. It just seems, uh, based on the show two weeks ago and what he said, I like C D Project Red has done to make that game better by the patches with the colorblind issue, uh, with those, uh, I forget what he said, the game mechanic where yes, he, he has to follow a track or uh, tracking animals or tracking enemies that he, mm. did, he had trouble following it because of his issue. Yeah, but It just seemed like those developers took a lot of time and really f- feed off what the community says needs to be fixed, and they constantly give free DLC. So, it I mean... It doesn't surprise me one bit that Witcher three won. I would have had more issue with Fallout four one. Just after playing Fallout four for about twenty hours, I don't see that much difference from Fallout three. I mean, it's still the same kind of thing. Yeah, there's different types of missions, but essentially, it's just a little beefy version of Fallout three with some kind of like Animal Crossing type mechanic where you're building a town, yeah, and inviting and assigning jobs to people. But and it's, I, I just want to say,
1: I, I have the game. I have it installed and updated on PS4. I have not started it because I every time I go to like play a game, it's Call of Duty trying to fucking finish that goddamn review. <laughs> <laughs> like I knock the difficulty down to the easiest. I'm just mopping up, but it's just like I literally can't even. Um, <laughs> let's. Um, I'm gonna go through the, the the results real quick. Go for um,
0: it. Um, I, Sorry, before we <clears throat> before whoa. we move on, <laughs> just to tie Witcher and Splatoon together, because a big reason why i was really excited about splatoon winning cuz like every year i'm kind of jaded about the game awards because it's not necessarily that what i want to win doesn't win but it's that you kind of grow uh it's kind of like wwe you kind of know what to expect oh, from the same yeah. crap all the time so it's like
2: that's a good analogy they usually
0: man. so and they usually nominate like one nintendo game kind of as like a novelty so they have like a you know a wide range of platforms represented so when i saw splatoon up there i'm like oh that's cute you know splatoon um, but you know, I can I'm sure that, uh, Halo, I was thinking Halo was going to win just because it's Halo. And when it won, not just best multiplayer, but best shooter, um, it was really surprising because of what I said, cause they usually go the safe route and Nintendo's just kind of there just to be there. But at the same time, it felt really good to see the game get recognized on such a public, uh, platform because you know not i mean everyone knows that the Wii U's sales haven't been the greatest but uh-uh. to me it sent a me- it sent a message that a game that is completely rethinking and reapproaching a uh, old, like a kind of a tried and true genre like a shooter and one that you know behaves so differently and seeing it get recognized in that way and not just that but it felt good to see a game that hasn't charged a dime in dlc has updated all, constantly updated the game and made it better added weapons added stages for free while battlefront which is nominated side by side with it wants you to pay an extra fifty dollars um seeing both splatoon and witcher with all of its free updates getting recognized i don't think i don't think too many people are going to make this correlation but i wish that the industry would see that these two games getting recognized in the way they did is a perfect example of how games can still be successful and for all i mean we don't know what their profits are but i would like to assume that both games are profitable and they're being updated constantly for free, or um, to my understanding, Witcher does have some paid content, but they're also giving a lot of stuff out. And just uh, kind of alluding to what we were talking about last week, you know, your game doesn't need like all of this extra gutted content to be a success. And I feel like um, the victories for Splatoon and Witcher both were
2: a, a clear message of that. I think you know, else, I- Go ahead. Yeah, just I want to add it really quick to what Josh said. I mean, the Splatoon thing is huge because here's a game that we all had our kind of like our cocked eyebrows. Like, all right, really, this is the game that we're going to go with with E3? And when it arrived, think of the cultural impact this game has had since its launch. I mean, just the cosplay, the art, the
1: music the um, hentai the, the <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: which you very generously
2: linked me to thank you
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> um wait, wait. let me see if i can find that sub- subreddit again hold on <laughs> but just, just
2: just the fact that this game has just been a hit not just as a game but as a property in japan it's a huge deal like the plushies anything that's associated with the splatoon just sells really quickly
1: so so if anybody's listening if you go to uh reddit.com slash r slash sluttoon s-l-u-t-o-o-n there you go. Um, yeah, Slatoon. But you're wel- you're welcome.
2: <laughs> I, I'm just I, I'm glad that this game got the award because it has more than Call of Duty, more than you know, Halo, and more than uh, Destiny this year. Yeah, and, and it, it
1: it it's it works. Yeah, like, the, like Halo multiplayer did not fucking work for a mm-hmm. minute.
0: Yeah, and then here and the thing that's such a big accomplishment towards this too, I think, is that. Here's a game that primarily focuses on online, which a lot of games are doing nowadays, but it has a single-player campaign. It has bonus single-player missions through the Amiibo unlocks. Like I mentioned earlier, it has all these free updates, and it's constantly adding content. And on top of all that, it's like a new IP, and it's cartoony and like kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. And it, you take all this those so subreddit and kid-friendly. <laughs> well, that's why they made it. Um, <laughs> but there's just so many... Um, factors that you would think would be going against it in this kind of a category and in this kind of a mainstream platform. But despite all that, it still resonated enough to get that recognition.
1: Yeah. Um, and, um, I want to, I want to, um, let's go, let's go through the, the list of winners and we'll just have a, a quick, um, uh, discussion on each of them compared to who, who won. But I, d- I do want to say, um, uh, game of the year, which are three, it shows that, um, um, Actually, if I'm looking at all these all the games that were nominated for Game of the Year, only one of them had multiplayer. Hmm. That's the interesting. other ones were also it was Witcher 3, Bloodborne, Fallout Four, MGS five, which had multiplayer, and then Super Mario Maker, which has an online component, but it's a single player game. Um, like single player games are are back when they're you know, the especially shooters, um and everybody thought that the single the you know the single player shooter game was was done-zo. So I thought that was really interesting. Um are you guys happy with um Witcher 3 getting game of the year or do you think that another one should have gotten it?
2: Oh no, I'm, I'm, well, I I mean, think it's deserving.
0: Yeah, my personal game of the year if you couldn't tell from a f- the last 10 minutes was Splatoon, which wasn't nominated for game of the year, but out of what was listed, The Witcher I think should have taken it.
1: Okay, Uh, developer of the year, uh, CD Projekt Red. Um, I I think Nintendo should have should have gotten that because they just put out so many amazing titles this year, whereas CD Projekt Red put out one.
0: Right, but I mean, and you know, I'm as big of a Nintendo defender as anybody. But every other year, I would agree with you. But from what I understand and know about CD Projekt Red, where it's just essentially like a handful of guys who kind of made this on their own. Yeah, Like, that's a huge accomplishment to make such a well-regarded game that's, uh, once again, like we mentioned earlier, that's constantly being updated. And it's just such a small team that, even though you're right, Nintendo does does bring out a constant flow of games, whereas CD Projekt Red just released one game. I mean, that one game based off of the team they had is an amazing accomplishment. And considering that they're probably not going to make another game for a while, (laughs) I feel like they deserve their spot in the sunlight with this one.
1: Yeah, they said that the next one, Cyberpunk 2077, is not coming out to 2017. Yeah, Um, and that was announced like a year ago. Like I I remember writing that up on our when our website was like a a, a release cycle prior. Like our website had been revamped, I think, twice since I like broke the news on Cyberpunk 2077. So that's how long ago it was. Um, Best indie game, Rocket League, got it. Um, Any of you guys want to dispute that?
0: No, I can't disagree. Nope.
1: Uh, best mobile game, uh, Lorcroft Go got okay, it.
0: This one was bullshit. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I was disappointed that everything that was nominated was a mobile game, except for Monster Hunter. And yeah. I feel like Monster Hunter is one of the best games of the year. Period. Let alone best handheld or uh, mobile game. So, seeing it lose to the, even though from what I hear, it's a it's a great game in its own right. Seeing that, like that two hundred hour plus game with such a huge amount of content and so much depth losing to a mobile game is kind of disheartening. But at the same time, that's also kind of the state of mobile gaming these days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say, um, monster Hunter should have gotten it. Um, best narrative, uh, her story got it. Um, uh, I'm not, I'm not familiar with her story at all. Derek said he, um, he was happy with that. Um, I, uh, I feel like, uh, uh, Life is Strange should have gotten it. But, uh, I mean, I can't. It? Wait, comment wait, wait, on wait, it. wait. Okay, okay. I had to look up her story. Her story is the one where it's just a fucking like, like you're watching like tapes, right?
0: Um, oh yeah, I saw that in Indicate now that you mention it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't comment on this one because the only mm. one I've played on the entire list is Life is Strange. So, yeah.
1: But, you know, maybe I, maybe I don't like that game because I hate women.
0: Oh, well, obviously. you do like <laughs> You do like Squid Children, though.
1: <laughs> NSA take note. Uh, <laughs> 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 um best art direction uh Ori in the Blind Forest got it. Um I think uh if if any of you have seen Ori I th- it, they deserved it. I pro- I myself would have gone with Bloodborne but um best soundtrack um my uh, uh my choice mgs 5 Um I don't think the other ones really like had like amazing soundtracks. Yeah um too bad they didn't nominate xenoblade and it's weird soundtrack yeah um it's not out yet it uh, came out today it came out today yes, it did yeah. oh fuck me i'm going to target i got
0: my collector's <laughs> edition in the mail today
1: oh my oh my god so so i have to go get xenoblades i have fallout 4 i have splatoon mario maker and i can't play them until i fucking finish call of duty <laughs>
0: <laughs> How I, I heard that this Call of Duty is really short. How's it taking you so long?
1: It's, it's just every time I have time to sit down and play games, it's not a lot. And then,
0: oh, yeah, I know that feeling.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Viva Steifert, uh, Seifert won for her story. Um, um, you guys, good with that? What do you think? What was, the, what was it again? Best Sorry. performance. Best oh, performance. best performance. I don't
0: know. Who was nominated?
1: Uh, Actually, Birch, uh, Camilla Luddington, Doug Cockle, and Mark Hamill.
0: I'm surprised Kiefer Sutherland wasn't nominated just because of all the controversy around that. But yeah, I would go with Ashley he, Birch. Just, he, he what, did, what, which role was Na- Ashley Birch nominated for? Chloe Price, Life is Strange. Oh, I would have gone with her just because she's the new Resay voice in Persona, but that has <laughs> nothing <laughs> she, to do with it.
1: Listen to you. Um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland just played Kiefer Sutherland. He didn't like put a character on. So I heard he
0: doesn't even really talk outside of the collectible videotapes or audio tapes.
1: He barely barely um and but the stuff that like you gotta sit down and listen to the tapes if you play that game, it sucks, but it really um like fills in all the gaps um life is strange, won uh games for change award, um who won best shooter splatoon splatoon it's not on this list for some reason um best action adventure game m g s five I think that's a pretty uh um like solid choice ha ha. Um, ha, ha. No, ah, I didn't do did, that. Uh, um, <laughs> got it. Uh, uh, best fighting game, uh, Mortal Kombat oh. X. Okay. This
0: one is bullshit too. I I'm surprised it was nominated cause it came out last December and I don't know what their window is, but I would have given it to guilty gear a hundred times over.
2: Oh, I yeah. oh, wholeheartedly agree.
0: Like Mortal Kombat 10 or X or whatever is not even, wasn't even as good as Mortal Kombat nine. I traded that in within a month,
1: but, uh, we got some, uh, uh Mortal Kombat news that we'll get to, um, best Sounding game Mario Maker. I feel like Disney Infinity or Splatoon should have taken it, but I feel
0: like Splatoon should have taken it.
1: I, well, honestly, I love Mario Maker,
0: but Skylanders was a, was really really well made this year, and then Disney Infinity just has so much content, and then Splatoon is Splatoon, like I've talked about already. So, yeah. like Mario Maker wouldn't have even as great as it is, and I guess this is just a testament to how great the family games have really kind of stepped up this year. But as great as Mario Maker is, that would, probably would have been my fourth choice on that list. Really. And the only reason why it's not fifth is because I haven't played Lego Dimensions, so I couldn't tell you whether or not I liked <laughs> it more than Mario Maker.
1: <laughs> um, best sports racing game, Rocket League. Um, best multiplayer, Splatoon. Uh, most anticipated game, No Man's Sky. Which I think that is a fucking bogus-ass award. I know, right? Like, most anticipated game. Like, what? Among, like uh, among who? Who's anticipated? What's the metric for that? Like, How do you measure that? <laughs> What the fuck? Um esports player of the year Kenny S. I mean couldn't uh,
0: couldn't couldn't Half-Life 3 be the most anticipated game? Because they're gonna be oh. anticipating that for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Kingdom Hearts 3. Um didn't that didn't that get finalized? Like recently? Like no, super recently? I don't think so. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh Esports Team of the Year Optic Gaming. Um Esports Game of the Year Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Uh training gamer Greg Miller. I don't even know who Greg Miller is.
0: Isn't he the editor-in-chief at IGN?
1: Too much water. Um, and then ben, best fan creation, Portal Stories, Mel. Um, yeah, so um, what do you say we we get off of the Game Awards? Um, and I talked about Mortal Kombat. Uh, there's some new DLC coming out for Mortal Kombat. Um, they're getting uh, Leatherface, mm-hmm. and they're getting Xenomorphs yep. uh, from Aliens added to it. The trailer is fucking badass. And it, it brings a really interesting um, question. Uh, Freddy versus Leatherface. Or J- Jason. Jason. Is it? Not Freddy, Freddy's not Freddy in. Freddy was the last.
0: Which is yeah. dumb, though. I mean, they already have Freddy in. You might as well work out whatever you have to to put him back in so you could have Freddy versus Jason and then Leatherface. Uh,
1: Freddy versus Jason versus Leatherface. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Aliens versus Predator. And the trailer is fucking hilarious. Um, I, I like the MKX engine. I think it's I think it's an interesting choice. I, I just want to know I wanna know who is coming up with these decisions like, hey, remember, remember that movie from the seventies? <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Let's put the bad guy in our fighting game. Well, I yeah, okay. I kind,
0: of, I kind of feel like they're going a little overboard with the horror movie characters. Like there's still so many Mortal Kombat characters that are missing. They still know Shang Tsung, uh really? no Baraka. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, um, there, yeah, there's a lot of key Mortal Kombat characters that are still missing. I mean, the guest spots are great. Like, don't get me wrong, but it just feels weird that I think, what, now that's going to make four different DLC characters that are not Mortal Kombat characters when there's still so many iconic Mortal Kombat characters missing.
1: Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Is Noob Saibot in there? Well, he's... Mm. Part, like, the
0: other two characters that they announced for DLC, aside from Leatherface and the Xenomorph, are um Boracho from like the more recent mortal Kombat's, and then um they're gonna combine sector cyrax and smoke into one character that one robot that transforms between the three
2: so think like pokemon trainer from smash brothers brawl with the- <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that's <laughs> a really odd like dynamic um i mean he's probably just gonna switch between their more are there more iconic moves in your yeah. combo or something
1: yeah um Oh, anything else from this week uh, that you guys want to talk to talk talk to talk about? Um, I, I do know the Project M stuff was really yeah. I forgot to mention
2: that Project M, uh, one of the best mobs. It's, it just took Smash Brothers Brawl, and for I'm I mean, I'm a hardcore Smash Brothers player. So. Why don't you
1: explain what it is if, sure. if some people don't know? Because it's uh, kind of
2: niche. For those for those who are you know unfamiliar, um, in the Smash Brothers series, melee is considered like the best of the series. Um, then after that, there was such hype for Smash Brothers Brawl because they just thought, oh, it's just going to take the game engine from Melee and just add more characters, more stages, make it look prettier. It added some features, some game mechanics that people weren't very fond of, uh, specifically like the re- the tripping, the removal of wave dashing. Uh, it just felt very floaty. Um, so and moves were changed. Falco played completely very differently from his Melee version. So a group of uh, programmers and Melee fans. Uh, decided to make a mod for Smash Brothers brawl which would uh, change the characters back to their melee versions and added more moves more stages and these were like no cookie cutter stages these look gorgeous yeah you saw Twilight princess the last build they put out uh project M 3.6 added a splatoon stage with music like straight from the game and so they added in um characters from Smash uh, not characters from Smash War, but they uh put back um uh, the Roy. Stage- I, I know Roy when was I played, put in there.
1: When I played it, like they, the Roy was in there yeah. and it was it was really they, weird.
2: Yeah, they put um, U, um Mewtwo was in there. Uh, they they added more costumes. They added like Mr. <laughs> L for Luigi. Like it, all these cool little things, uh, to, to make it really like the best version of Smash Brothers that could have possibly have, uh existed. Well, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, earlier this week, the p- development team just says they're out, they're they're done developing for, they're not gonna, they're just stopping, and so it's got to the point where, um, I guess some people were pointing, they can't even download the mod anymore.
1: Yeah, and um, um, one of the the devs was on Reddit and um, uh. I I think that they had to have been given a cease and desist letter from somebody somewhere mm-hmm. because he was like, because they were really hush hush about it and he was on Reddit and he was saying, um, Oh, somebody leaked the final build on 4chan. I wonder who could have done that.
2: You know what? It's, it's been something that Nintendo has been combating for years because legally they're just modding the game. Um, Which I guess people can do because they they own the game. But the problem with Project M and why even very devout Smash Brothers players were stepping away from Project M was because uh, a lot of these tournaments uh, across the nation that hosted Smash Brothers uh, Melee tournaments they wanted to do project M, but Nintendo started to endorse these tournaments. Like they finally embraced the competitive scene, which for a very long time. For the 10 year plus history of competitive smash, Nintendo shied away from it. They never, Uh they kind of ignored it. So they finally embraced it and poured money into these tournaments to fund it. But you cannot, Nintendo was saying, if you're gonna play our, if we're gonna fund, you're gonna play our games, which means you're gonna play Melee, and or you're gonna play brawl, but you cannot have Project M there. Because if you're having Project M featured as a tournament game and you're charging people to register, then you're making money off of our game. Even though it's a, a mod, it's essentially still our game. And if we're if we're not okay with that, then you can't do that. So a lot of players decided to dump Project M completely and just focus on melee and smash four. And so I'm sure. Uh, a lot of tournaments were saying, all right, well, you know what, we're not gonna host Project M. So I'm sure the developers were like, Why are we even doing this anymore? Like, even if we put out these builds, we're not making anything. And if it if anything's just a labor of love, and if we do, it's just for the fans. But I guess it got to the point where Nintendo said something like you know They had to. Have. They, they had, had to. to stop. Have. And 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 you know, bless those guys for doing what they did for so long. Because they were working on what, for three, like four plus years making Project M and constantly updating, didn't charge a dime for it. They just made it free for everybody and was downloaded several hundred thousand times. And, you know, and I'm still going to play it. Me, my students play it all the time. But and now it's nice to know that the build that we have is the final build and there will never be any modifications like what it is. It's what it is. So you don't have to worry about your character getting tweaked or anything. But as far as going to your Evos or your Big House 4 you know, or you know your CEOs, you're not going to see Project M there anymore because Nintendo has money pumped into those tournaments and you're going to see Smash 4, you're going to see Melee, but you're not going to see Project M whatsoever in those big stage arenas. You're just going to see it at your buddy's house or in little like backyard tournaments with your friends.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Josh, is there anything from this week you want to touch on? Uh, no, not too much. I never was into Project M.
0: I mean, I was surprised when I heard well, that. It anything other than Project M. Oh, anything other than Project M. Um... But now you have to talk about Project M. <laughs> oh, well, that I never played it, so I don't care. Um... <laughs> <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do-do>. oh. <laughs> no, but the most important piece of news while everyone was off watching the Game Awards, I was frantically refreshing my Twitter feed to find out what. Idea Factory was going to announce at their press conference yesterday, uh, up in San Francisco, and while it's probably not a surprise to anybody, or maybe it is, but only because they never heard of this or cared, um, but they officially confirmed that m- uh, the blonde plus Neptunia versus the zombie army is coming out in the United States. Oh thank God! The, what, what the? <laughs> so, so I finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now I have a reason to be able to make sure that I live to spring 2016, so I could play this. I
1: don't. Even, I I have no fucking idea what this is. What what? Like, did you say English? <laughs> I, like I, I, those words separately, I they make sense, but together, I, I don't know what you meant.
0: Well, let me. Well, then let me clarify because the game got a new title for the English release, which is going to be Mega Tag Mention Blonde Plus Neptune Versus Zombies, uh, releasing. Uh, in the spring for PlayStation Vita and PlayStation TV, if anyone remembers those things, yeah. and um, it's basically a sequel to uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Action uh, Action Unleashed, which was released earlier this year, which is essentially like a Dynasty Warriors, Hyrule Warriors type game, but with a Neptunia cast. And this one is taking place in like a school setting where you can where they have at least I think six new characters. Uh, four player co-op that kind of mirrors monster hunter where you get to fight like larger monsters that you have to team up on and it's technically a starring role for blonde the goddess who essentially represents nintendo on a sony platform so that's great um how do you spell
1: her name Blonde?
0: b-l-a-n-c Blonk <laughs> yeah blank wait no blank it's french so you don't pronounce a c
2: yeah it's fancy hey. stupid
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the other big announcement that they had was the follow-up to Fairy Fencer F, which is Fairy Fencer F Dark Advent. That's that's a lot, game that's a lot that game is not good. That game, that game is just Hyper Dimension Neptunia with more dudes or it, any it is, dudes. I should say it
1: is not good. That's what it is you, not
0: good. That's like your uh, opinion.
1: I, I, that's like your <laughs> opinion, man. I played it. You gave me that Steam key, and like I just, it was like, uh, it was, it was, uh, blah. blah, blah. I need to go back and actually like,
0: play it for more than a half hour because I started it up and I liked it, but it's literally Neptunia reskinned with characters that aren't Neptune. And I had just finished Neptunia, like two in a row. So uh, I was like. All so right. you
1: were just like burnt out in the. So,
0: yeah, so I was kind of like, all right, let me. Let me so I'm play trying to look up
1: this, this fucking Blanc. Like, what? I'm Googling Blanc and I'm just getting pictures of mountains. Because. <laughs> You should try to (laughs) attach Neptunia to it, because that's an awfully vague search. Uh (laughs) Or search for Whiteheart. Lady Whiteheart. Here we go. All right, Blanc, Hyperdimension, that's... Okay, okay. Oh, she's adorable. Is this supposed to be Nintendo?
0: She's like the goddess who represents Nintendo, essentially. There's like a Sony one, a Nintendo... I mean, a Sony one, a Nintendo one, a Microsoft one, and then the Sega one, which is the main character.
1: Oh, uh. There's Didn't take you long over. to find the porn huh <laughs> i wasn't even looking it just happened <laughs> sure that's
0: what they always say
1: but no that that's that's all i've got <laughs> oh yeah that's um uh, platinum games did announce that they're coming out with a um uh, tmnt um beat em up game uh which is very exciting cuz their uh Transformers game was amazing It would be funny if again
0: it's just a reskinned Bayonetta and it's like turtle time you dodge at the last second and time slows down <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be kind of funny <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, is that it, guys? Anything else, like really monumental that we need to cover?
0: No, I think the Neptunia news is as big as we're getting. <laughs> so you might as well end on a high note.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of the show, Juan said not to air your dirty laundry, and I really wanted to like air a grievance with another podcast.
2: Oh no! What? Oh. What, what? Oh, please do.
1: So, um, listeners of this show may or may not know that we may have spoiled a slight plot point in uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, um,
2: that, that was and, me.
0: And and yes, and yes, it wasn't two months because I didn't have the freaking numbers in front of me. I was just talking off the cuff, but I went back and I calculated it. We recorded it two weeks after the game came out, and I think it didn't post until three weeks after it came out, which is an eternity for a game that's only like ten hours. So
2: five weeks after the game's he, release.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, yes. and And we did give our spoiler warning, so as far as I'm concerned it's like you see a a sign on the side of the road that says cliff ahead. Then you drive off the cliff and then
1: you blame the road. It's <laughs> not how it works. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I was, our fearless leader, Jonathan London, um, <laughs> yeah. may or may not have expressed, uh, at ad, ad nauseum, ACA, very, 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 very many times his, uh, uh, displeasure with us, uh, spoiling, um, uh, this key point Mainly of the me. game. You don't um, have a PlayStation four anyway. Yeah. I'm, right. <laughs> right. Anyway,
2: Jonathan, just uh, know I did not instigate this. I'm just quietly sitting in the corner here.
1: So <laughs> the other day I was listening to the main Geekscape the podcast. Flagship show? flagship show. Um, the number two video game podcast on the Geekscape network. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they were talking about Ant-Man or they actually talked about, the, uh, they were talking about s- some bullshit that I was so lost. Cause they talk about comic books on that show. And I, I, he had, um, the guest <laughs> on there was like the head of like Marvel news. So they were getting deep in the lore and I'm like, I don't fucking know. Um, when we get to talk about robo titties again. So, so they, um, they, they started talking about Ant-Man and I'm like, Oh cool. Yeah. They're talking about Ant-Man. Um, I talking about, Oh, it's coming out on Blu-ray in a week. And I was like, Oh, Hi, I really wanted to see that movie. Get it on Blu-ray. I'll probably pirate it. But I'll, I, <laughs> you I, I, jerk. Oops. Anyway, um, entertainment needs to be consumed, man, not sold. <laughs> Co- and that's that's coming from a <laughs> that a, a musician. Um, God, a fucking I piece can hear of your shit. fedora from here. <laughs> Um, so i was like dude tight ant-man's coming out on blu-ray i'll be able to find some nice 1080p pirates of it on the torrent networks it'd be great (laughs) and then these motherfuckers go and spoil goddamn ant-man and they tell like the results of a a fight in the movie and i couldn't fucking believe it and then they go and spoil terminator genesis and i'm like i'm i I couldn't I, i was in the middle of chopping jalapenos so i couldn't go over and pause it on my phone and i'm sitting there and i'm like no there was no cliff ahead there was no there was no warning there was no alarms they just went into it and i feel that um it is extremely hypocritical for them to denigrate us the number one video game podcast in the geekscape network for spoiling a like like a a plot point in Arcanite that was frankly like if you didn't know that's what it was then come on like you you, you 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 don't have the cognitive ability to be playing a video game at that point if you couldn't guess that from a mile away.
0: I mean, and, so, I, and they really didn't have to go out of their way to tell us that Ant-Man was Jason Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's it. Um, yeah, so um, a little peeved at the main show right now. A little you peeved know, at the I, main I, show. I, I'm, I'm, Except we were I, discussing I, earlier
0: that you weren't going to watch Terminator
1: <laughs> anyway. Or right, Man. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I just got my laptop back. I've started posting a bunch of articles this week. I feel I, I got my groove going on. Um, uh, um. So moving on. <laughs>
1: right. What have you guys? What have you guys been playing this week? Uh, I I've been playing a
2: lot shit. of uh Nintendo Badge Center. Oh God! Yo, what fuck the hell that game? It's 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 <laughs> I hate like a that crane game. game. <laughs> I know it's a crane game. That uh, you collect like these these pins, you know. I mentioned it in the show before, but I've been playing that, uh, but but I've been having to step away from it because it's like it tempts you to finish the sets, but you have to spend like real money for it. But I'm like, no, none of that. Like, I started it's such playing. Bullshit. Yeah, it it's, it is. <laughs> it really is. And then it's it says, like, oh, and... the the pins are gonna be here for one more day, and like oh my god, I gotta spend this money to get them all, and then like a week later they're back. And no, here's the thing too: if you don't buy, if you don't get all,
0: okay, let me. Sorry, I know. Oh, no, actually, you know what? This is your game. You explain it, because Shane's never played it. But I would just, just to kind of lead you to where I wanted to go, tell Shane what usually happens with the most popular badges.
2: Oh, they're there for a day or two.
0: Yeah, and what? not just that, though, but they're, like, buried usually, right? Yeah. So it's like, like you have to, like... Oh, so- sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, like, most recently, like, they started... They put up a Pokemon one, for example, and that they started a water map where all the pins are, like... I think it's like eight magic harp, and then there's like a Gyarados all the way at the bottom left, right. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have to you have to get like every fucking magic harp to dig out the Gyarados, and not just that, but the crane like like real like physics going come into play. So even if you get that Gyarados like perfect, there's a chance that once the crane gets to the very top, the momentum magic of it harp stopping is-, is just gonna make you drop it, and then so. You already spent that, you know, you already spent whatever free plays that they give you to hook you to dig out the Gyarados, but you dropped the Gyarados 17 times. So it's like, oh shit, I still don't have Gyarados after all that. And then they go, oh, well, if you want to just spend one real dollar, you could get five more chances. (laughs) And the worst part about it is if you say no and you hope to just use your free, because they give you ways to get like a free play or two every day. If you wait until the next day every badge gets reset. So all those magic cards get put back. back in. And then you would have to dig dig it out to get the chance to get that Gyarados again.
1: Let me tell you what happened. So
2: I saw that
0: map. I'm
1: watching gameplay of this. Yeah, it's literally a crane game. It's a
2: crane game. That's what it it's is. It's a
1: fucking crane game. Holy shit, Nintendo, print money. No, no,
2: I'm I'm waiting to see the money, the the reports on this and how much like revenue they made on that game alone. But let me tell you why I stopped, Josh, because I realized I was at that point, <laughs> and it says, "Would you like to continue?" It says two bucks. And I said, and I did, I didn't get it. It, I kept getting that drop stuff. Like I would have it and it would just fall out of the the claw. And then I realized I could have had a Perrier. (laughs) I could have bought a Perrier and enjoyed that. It would have been crisp and cool (laughs) and refreshing straight from the mountains out. I want to say say
1: something really quick. So I, I watching footage of this and I remember I saw a funny picture um, of this game of the rabbit where, um, uh where he breaks the fourth wall and you know says like something about realism in games and he's like you could be real like this and then it he turns himself into a real like rabbit you know, yeah rabbit so i go onto bing image searches cuz i use bing so i get those bing points so i can get them free hulu and i type in nintendo bad center rabbit porn. fucking porn <laughs> is like the first thing i don't want to see a cartoon rabbit's dick like what the Fuck, internet and I got safe shirts on
0: (laughs) I think it is I think it's just your IP address they know you they're they're just trying to they're just trying to make it easier for you you it's
2: going to lead to the porn are you sure it was bing and not a reddit page
1: I'm you know what I oh yeah no I got it confused with rule34.com I mean maybe it
2: was a a late concert you
0: know
1: (laughs) and and, the, and I mean, we've been we've
0: been talking about Badge Center enough, but I just remembered, like, the worst thing is when they first introduced the Pokemon badges. They had a Pikachu that was sitting right on top. And I'm like, okay, at least I can get Pikachu. It looks easy enough. But then when you <laughs> move the claw to the left, Pikachu is, like, right in the way of the claw. So when you move it, it actually knocks him down into, like, a hole. That's, like, impossible <laughs> to get him at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fucking retarded. So it's, 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 uh, it's, a,
2: it's a perfect uh, troll game.
1: Yeah. Huh. Uh, anyway, uh, what have you been playing? One.
2: You know what? This week, not, not a lot of, of it, uh, anything new. I just uh, got my uh, copy of WWE 2K16 in the mail yesterday, but I haven't been able to play any of it. So, um, aside from Melee and you know, Smash 4, um, oh, no, that's a lie. Oh, my God. Um, my most played game this week has been Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Really? I, my wife and I cannot get enough of it. It's a simple board game, but uh, we have all the amiibo now for it and we now play uh, a four player game, but we're both controlling two separate amiibo characters and we'll we'll use the the total number of happy points to determine who the winner is we've must have played it at least once every single day this week
1: now do you think that game's worth a pickup for for me if I'm playing it alone
2: no. Okay. No, it's, it's a, it's strictly a party game. So if, if you like, if I would say this, if if people are living in a dorm or if it's like a family setting, absolutely buy it. Won't regret it. Uh, this is not for um, someone who primarily just plays single player games or plays online. Um, not at all. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those games where if you were here, like hanging out or if we were like comic con or, or something like that nature, we can probably play around just to kind of like, especially if you just want to veg out. The best thing is, it's like you can play a game and not really have to do any mini game stuff because that's the problem with Mario Party. You always have that one person who's played the mini game so many times they know exactly what to do. Yeah, and, but with this one, it's just like random chance. It's like playing Trouble or Sorry. You just have. Yeah, I was to, just gonna say that. Yeah, you just have to tap the amiibo on the the game pad and just you know. Land of the events, the only thing that you have is uh, playing the turnip game. Like you buy turnips like in Animal Crossing and then will um, come. You have know, com. never
1: bought turnips, ever. Oh, I'm never awake Animal that Crossing? early on Sundays. I'm never awake that early on Sundays.
2: Well, in the game, it makes it very easy. That says, all right, we're going to sell turnips at like 81 or 100 bells. And then you could uh, buy as many as you can. And then as the week progresses in the calendar month, uh, then it says, oh, the turnips are fluctuating. They're high and low or they're steady. So it's like a gamble. So it's a little bit of Vegas, which appeals oh. to my, uh, to my mother-in-law because she's very much like a slot machine, uh, like Vegas person. Your what? So she, my mother-in-law. Oh, she's she's very you, much you into
0: that. I'm sorry. What, what do you thought I said? No, I mean I heard you correctly. I just thought I just heard you say my gra- my mother-in-law is a slot machine, and then I was I, oh uh, never mind. <laughs>
2: yes, it's, she's an electronic slot machine but she's uh we were playing the game with her and then she saw that mechanic and she got, and she was very interested like oh like i could spend money and there's a you know i can make more, more. it's like the, the stock market oh yeah it's, it that's all it is and then so um isn't that what they call
0: it in the game too, yeah, the stock but, S-D-A-L-K but it's, market yeah but
2: it's spelled differently so it's one of those games where anyone can play it and everybody has a fair shot of winning and it is very very brutal in terms of like the the spaces you land on because your fortunes can change in an instant case in point yesterday. My wife was, we were one day away from ending the game uh, on the count cal- in the game, the calendar. And so one turn left and I landed where she was. So if you land on the same spot where another character is on, then there's like a special event that goes down. So it, so the little story that popped up was, Hey, I bumped into a friend and we dropped both of our money. So we just split it. My character what? had nothing. She had seventy five thousand bells. <laughs> I j-
1: wow. I
2: jacked her for thirty seven thousand five hundred of them, and so, so, how so because of that, your money when you had nothing, I, so I had nothing. So it just <laughs> evens it out. It just says the total number, and they just split it. It doesn't matter who had the most. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking,
1: so, I would, I would murder you.
2: She, she was about to. She goes, oh my God, I know she was mad because she spaced out every single word. She's like, oh my God. And she play hit me, but I know that she really meant to hit me hard. And then I felt bad because it's not even those moments where I could even like laugh in her face. Like, ah, I beat you. It was like, oh God, like that was really, that was horrible. Like even I felt bad about it, but I won. So I'm like, okay, that ain't so bad. But I could see it in her face. Like, she worked so hard. She played the stock market perfectly. You know, land, got, got all the good spaces. And on that last turn, I just landed like a jackass. Oh, look, I got all half of your money, babe. Like, <laughs> did, um, did, did you re- do you remember the story I told a few weeks ago when I
0: played it? No, I, what was it? Remind me. Or, or you might have been off the show that week. But um, I was like, I landed on like every negative space the entire game. And Megan was like far ahead of me. And my only chance at winning was to like get a ton of bells and convert it to happy points at the end. And the last day was New Year's Eve. And she landed on, her. I think that was her only negative space the whole game. And it was like, oh, I must have dropped my wallet on my way to the New Year's party. And then and she lost everything. <laughs> she went from like a hundred and something thousand to zero. Oh my, oh my God.
2: <laughs>
0: and she was so, so mad because I had, just, funny. I had just said, I hope you lose all your money because I was so bitter.
2: It's what she these literally
0: ge- did and she got mad.
2: It's one of these games that, like, no joke, Like you need to have four people play it and stream it, because it, it'll start off slow in the first week, but my god, once that second week kicks in, some hardcore shenanigans go down. <laughs> hardcore shenanigans. I was speaking like a like a soccer mom who's trying to sound like a party mom.
0: Okay, so and then I've only really been playing Xenoblade this week. Um, I was streaming a little bit, but as you probably heard from last week, I was super sick, so it made it terrible trying to talk while I was playing, but... It's it's such a it's such like a gorgeous game and there's so much to explore and so much to look at. Um it's definitely has its shortcomings compared to the original Xenoblade where this one forces you to do certain side missions in order to progress in the story whereas Xeno, the original Xenoblade kind of just let you Progress at your own pace. So, if you wanted to do side missions, you could, but if you just wanted to do story, that you could. And the fact that it's specific side missions that they force you to do in between stories, like if it's one that I find boring or tedious, like being forced to do that isn't really the greatest. And plus, it kind of has uh, difficulty spikes compared to the other one, where in this one, like one of the side missions I had to do, like the prerequisite for it, there's like I was level, say, 16, for example. And then I beat it relatively easy. I was like at level 18, so I, I thought I was ahead of the curve. and then I go to the next story area immediately after that, and all the enemies are like levels 20 and 21, and I think it was designed to make it so that you were supposed to avoid most of them, even though I was able to still fight through as many as I could. But then when I got to the actual like enemy that I had to fight, it said that its level was level 16, but then it started one hit killing me like when it was almost dead. And so I had to, so even though it was technically four levels lower than all the enemies I killed to get to it, I and it kept killing me, like, in one or two hits, despite me being, like, three or four levels above it. And I had to, like, go back and do all this, like, um, armor reformatting and leveling up and level grinding and finishing more side missions. But that was something that I really liked about the original Xenoblade, that you never had to do that. Like, as long as you didn't just skip every fight and you progressed at a decent pace, like, you were still able to get through the game without having to like stop what you were doing to grind unless you wanted to and this one feels a lot more I guess traditional JRPG in the sense that if you don't grind levels like a few levels above what they recommend that you're supposed to be then you're going to keep getting killed a lot easier but even that's not the worst part I like my biggest gripe with the game like I was saying earlier is just the forcing you to do specific side missions to progress in the story but outside of that like the combat's the combat's amazing they improved it above xenoblade so much with like specific limb targeting and that kind of thing um there's a wider variety in side missions uh the map is just is like it's hard to describe in words but there's just so much to explore and so much to look at and there's like a whole nother continent that i haven't looked at yet and i'm like 25 hours in and it still feels like there's so much more to look at but at the same time it doesn't feel drawn out
1: So, I, I'm really actually surprisingly excited for it. Is that, is that a GameStop exclusive, too? No. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, Mission Digs, what do you guys say? Yeah, go for it. The, I, the only thing I've been playing is COD. and Well, I've been playing Mario Maker in bed, which is... Actually, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, um, I did, like, the 10-course thing. You know, like, did the 10 courses in 10 lives. Um, and then it gave me an option to, like, play these other, like featured levels that'll get me um like different like uh special mushroom costumes and like i did one where i got the you know the the weird mushroom that turns you into random shit i got one where i was the paper mario one how do you get how the fuck do you get back to those levels where you get the like the different costumes
0: i think Uh i have to search them out but i don't know how to do it because i haven't played it a whole lot
2: huh um same here i i I know there's ones you can only, well, I think you can unlock everything by playing those stages or you could just use the Amiibo, Uh, Hmm. but um, I'm not sure. I think I've only unlocked one that way. I got the Chibi Robo costume before I actually used it with the Amiibo, Mm -hmm. but I would have to look that up. I'm not really entirely sure how you do it. Yeah, It
1: it gave me like a list of like, like, oh, beat these levels and like you're guaranteed to unlock something for the weird mushroom. And (laughs) then like I turned the game off and couldn't find it again. Anyway, well, some so, of our
2: listeners probably know more than we do about that.
1: Yep. Um, so, mission objectives. Yeah, let us know, guys. Um, mission objectives. Last week, we asked you uh, what kind of uh, sick Black Friday deals did you guys snag? Um, Juan, you were here last week, right? I was. Yeah, UK. All right. For some reason, I thought. Anyway, um, uh, we got some responses. Uh, Ryan G said he snagged an Nvidia Shield Android console with a controller and a remote. Um, that's pretty. Uh, those are pretty. Those are pretty cool. They're fairly powerful for the for the price. Though Nvidia, it, Nvidia names everything in that product line the Nvidia Shield. So there's about like six different things that are completely different from each other. There's the Shield Tablet, the Shield Console, the Shield Controller. The, Sh- the like it's really stupid. Um, Sean B said, uh, I "Snagged a PS4 for three hundred dollars uh, and three games that were nineteen. I got them from fourteen bucks." Uh, Nicholas C uh, said, "I snagged a fifty-inch TV with a three-year protection plan for three hundred dollars." Um, Jackie O, um, not related to JFK, uh, said I got a rice cooker. Uh, rammed someone on accident, on accident in quotes, trying to get one. Um, uh, my buddy Klaus said uh, I'm playing some pre-order uh, Fall Room Four at my friend. I-, I think, I think, I think he's drunk. Klaus has a tendency to get on Facebook and ramble. Um, uh, Andrew W said I got a Link Figma figure and a Sword Art Online Lost Song for PS Vita. And then Dominic W. said, I got a Logitech G19 Orion Spark Gaming Keyboard and a G303 Gaming Mouse for 50% off and BF4 Premium Edition for $18 on PlayStation Network. You guys got any responses?
0: Uh, I just got two. Carlos S. said a DualShock 4 and Ricky N. said
2: these nuts. Nice.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> so now I got nothing. Now, you know, that pretty much <laughs> seals it there. <laughs>
1: So um, we're going to start ramping down to the end of the year. Um, so we're going to have our various end-of-the-year lists. And um, so our, our mission objective for you guys this week in honor of the Game Awards is what is your Game of the Year 2015, uh, Josh?
0: Um, mine, as I was talking about earlier, is Splatoon for all the reasons I mentioned. Basically, it puts a new spin on an old genre. It's creative... It has plenty of content, and it has single player and multiplayer focus, has continuously updated and added new content for free, and is currently running the most difficult Splatfest I've ever had to choose between, which is hamburgers versus pizza.
1: Oh, I'm team pizza all the way,
0: man. I, might uh, just uh, I, team I hamburger am team because pizza. Because you guys are team pizza. I'm team pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, team I pizza. I mean, pizza's delicious, but you can't get bottomless fries at Red Robin by ordering pizza.
1: Yeah, but you can get bottomless fries by ordering, like, a chicken sandwich. But only pizza it, tastes
2: like, best when it's cold a day later. Yeah. That's not can't, true. Say with,
1: can't say that with fries.
0: But you can say that about hamburgers, which is why it's so good. I'm worth. It's worth risking E. coli poisoning.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: uh, Eating a cold hamburger.
1: Uh, Juan, what is your game of the year?
2: <laughs> All I know is that pizzas are delivered to my house. I can't say that about burgers. I can get a burger delivered to me right now. Oh <laughs> did the, you hear
1: the phone? That? That <laughs> so much conviction <laughs> It's like fuck you bitch <laughs> I get burgers delivered on the reg
2: <laughs> I'm like wimpy up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, your yeah. game of the year? Um, I'm, I would have said Splatoon 2, but not to, to to double down on that. I'm going to go out and say that I'm Super Mario Maker is my game of the year, uh, just for the fact that it, from being a lifelong Nintendo fan and a lifelong Mario fan, the ability to create our own Mario games to not only design it, but be developers. And when it came out, I made the comment that, you know, for, for years, ge- critics would be very quick to say that this game's terrible that it's it's bad and i i said you know what i invite those very harsh critics who've never developed a game in their lives you know what now here you go now you have the ability to create it now let's see you create something and have the original developers play it and give your stuff critique you know but for kids like i would have loved this game as a you know eight-year-old just creating levels, creating dungeons, you know, sharing them with my friends and you know, having my friends play them and giving me feedback. I've created a couple of levels, but they're nowhere at the quality of some of the things that the community has created. Just outstanding, visually stunning things that some some of them don't even have you move. You just stand on a platform and just let the whole thing play out in itself. So just on the fact that it's allowing people to become developers and designers, giving them that first taste of what it take how much time and effort it takes to make a good game just screw that a good level is insane amount of hours and just trial and error um so yeah uh, so splatoon would be my top game but if i could have a 1b it would be super mario maker
1: Hmm. right on actually and i i, I know this is kind of like counterintuitive to the flow of the show but i got two more responses that just got texted to me um jerry s said he snagged until dawn for 20 bucks guitar nice. hero for 60 bucks uh, 46 inch LED TV, which was gifted, and watching my wife play Fallout 4, priceless. Wow. And then um, uh, my buddy Rain, she got um, um, she got this sick uh, Best Buy deal upgrade your phone and get a $250 gift card. But she got a free phone, uh, that's a $300 PlayStation, um, signed up for the Gamers Club, snagged Fallout 4, um, and then got a, and since she signed up for the Gamers Club, she got a DualShock 4 um for ten dollars so um and then uh, she actually snagged destiny um on the psn sale and i've uh, been playing with her off and on uh my game of the year CS:GO. See, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like I, I i'm always bad at these like end of the year lists because they're usually dominated with stuff that came out
0: at the end, at the of, the end of the year
1: yeah um so um i always go through and see what god fucking announced and um honestly this year for me has not been like amazing for games the game that i played the most this year was CSGO. go <clears throat> um i mean they had all their 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 updates and everything and their their operations that you know kept adding adding um content to the game um monster hunter 4 it just didn't pull me in like Monster Hunter 3 did. Um, I would sit there and just play that fucking constantly. Um, and if anybody read my what I'm thankful for, like when we had our Thanksgiving post, my, my post was really tumultuous. My 2015 was shit. And I was dealing <laughs> with a I was dealing with a lot of like in and out of like weird bouts of depression. So nothing really like sticks out to me. So I have to say the game that came out this year that I had the most fun playing, that I put the most effort into that i just loved uh was mgs5 um i wasn't um totally like sold on it i'm a metal gear solid fan but i've only played a couple of the games i i don't know I, i just wasn't sold on it but i would sit down and i would play until like six in the morning like fucking every night and then go to work completely like just like on coffee i was running purely on coffee um, I, I put, I put so much time into it, uh, beat the game, um, was blown away by the story. Um, I, I, uh, and I, I, you know what, I fucking guessed that ending. Have you, either of you beat MGS five? I
0: haven't played um, it. No.
1: Oh, I guessed that ending from the, I fucking guessed it. And I was like, ah, I got it right. Huh. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my game of the year. Um, I would was it say, super
0: obvious. Cause I heard a lot of people get upset about it. Like I, I don't care about spoilers. So I read it, what happened already. Um, and of course, don't spoil it because.
1: The, the game came out a few months ago, but that, uh, I, I know that I don't want to go down the Jason Todd thing again, so I'll talk about it off air.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, just yes or no? Was it, was it obvious to you or not? Uh,
1: it, was, it was obvious to me. Um, I told my friend um, Dylan, who was much farther ahead of me when I got it, I was like, yo, I think that this is how it's going to end. It's XYZ. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think so. And then that's what it was. So it was obvious to me. It wasn't obvious to him. Um, he hated the ending. I loved the ending. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about it off air. But uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Um, let us know what uh, your game of the year 2015 is. Uh, leave a comment on SoundCloud. Leave a comment on the blog post. Uh, tweet us. Um, get that responses in. We would love hearing from you guys. Um, and we're going to have... Um, we're gonna have a Christmas present giveaway in a couple of week weeks uh, for you listeners. So um, stay tuned. We'll have some goodies for you. Stuff that we've been trying to give away all year. That I think we could just actually fucking just start giving it away. Um, oh, around the site. Uh, you guys want to do that real quick? Um. Yeah. 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 Um. My around the site is um my Monday music article. Uh. Self promotion. I'm gonna start putting out singles and just music to listen to. Um, for the week, and um, I was gonna put out this week, um, uh, uh, the very much like anticipated uh, Skrillex remix of GTA's Red Lips came out with a fucking crazy music video. But as I was writing it up, um, Psy dropped his uh, two new singles off of his new album, and they, I, those were in my eyes much better than and than the Red Lips remix Skrillex did so i put those up but you'll um expect to see a lot of like r- like different stuff on there it's not just going to be EDM um next week uh, is going to be very um uh dirty south hip hop orientated so uh you guys should like it yes I am um,
2: finishing the touches on my uh, long-awaited review of the movie of the guy who had 30 days to find and purchase every single Nintendo game ever made without the help of the internet. Wow. Yeah. So he was given 30 days every single game, um, and he cannot use the money from the cast or crew, um, and he couldn't use the internet to search for the games. He just had to find it old school. And so I'll, I'll give away no spoilers, but I'll just uh, have my article up next week on Monday.
1: I, I want to read that. I want to read that. It's damn, Maybe.
2: damn interesting.
0: And then mine would be that Linda Ellerby is retiring from Nick News, which is the most shocking thing about it is that Nick News is apparently still running. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no fucking right. It's weird. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of an end of an era. She's been around for 44 years doing Nick News. Nickelodeon's been around for that long. Well, I mean, she was doing, like, kids-centric news stuff for, like, 40 years, so...
0: Hmm, yeah, I had no idea.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it, guys. Uh, you can find us on Geekscape.net. You can find us on Twitter, at Geekscape Games. Uh, I am uh, on Twitter, at Shane O'Hare. Uh, SS, Jake, on all the gaming platforms, and Nintendo now. Um, well, I've always been on Nintendo, but it's plugged in now, so find me on there.
0: And I'm at Inu Joshua on just about everything
2: and I'm um, at the King of Mars on Twitter and my that's pretty much my handle for Nintendo PlayStation and Xbox
1: dope alright guys we'll see you guys back here next week bye everybody